millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> Hi, honey. You don't need the chairman. You don't need Frankenstein. You have the power. Make the reality of your own race. Now get up, turn off those headsets, and get into those cars. And may the best driver win. Egotistical, lying, hypocritical, bigot. This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode uh, 376 for May 5th, 2018. Scott Johnson here. We're mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. And I'm joined today by Brian. He's worth 10 points if you can get him while he's painting a house on a ladder down away. I'm worth at least 50. Okay. Hello. Uh, Yes. This is Roger Corman. Would I like to make a movie? Of course I would. I love to make movies. Do I have an idea? Of course I have an idea. I have thousands of ideas. Though Those ideas are just racing around up there in my head, circling around and around and around, waiting to speed out and murder the world. Uh, Entertain. Entertain the world. (laughs) Vroom! I know. How about a remake? I heard the kids like that Hunger Games and the Mad Max Fury Road. I even heard that Scott Johnson kid in Utah has an unhealthy thing for Tom Hardy. Mm. I need to get in on some of that action. Yes, sirree! <laughs> Let's do it. Let's remake Death Race. Here, I'll produce. Hold on. Let me see what I got in the couch. How does a bottle cap, some cornflakes, and $1 million in chain sound? Can we make it for that? Wait. What am I asking you for? Of course we can make for that. I'm Roger Corman. Go, 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 little ideas. Race from my brains and destroy the world. Entertain. I meant entertain. 1,000 points. (laughs) 1,000 points. 1,000 points. points. 1,000 points. Yeah, Yeah. kill him with the car. Was the lady was rapping or singing? (laughs) Car, car, drive, kill, kill. Yeah, that was the worst hit. Kill white people. (laughs) Not a good hit for uh, for the summer music season. 
But uh, also with us, Randy, it's like a TV show that would exist in the world of Idiocracy, Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi. I have no arms and I am in need of recording this podcast. Please <laughs> record my voice. If you will assist me, I will spare your life. Life, the condition that separates Ibit from non-Hall of Famer podcasters. <laughs> what am I? We could have been famous. Today's forecast, sunny and warm. Tomorrow's forecast, enslavement by the machines. <laughs> Goodbye. Ah, oh, the robot Dude. car. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, don't say Abe is stupid. You take that back. No wonder he wants All to right. We'll song. have this fight in a second. Yeah. Uh, joining us finally, Brian. Jed Perfection needs gold bond cream Ibit. Oh, oh. Need something, man. Speckle. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is President Chairman of the United Corporations Get of it? America. Uh-huh. See how I paused there yeah. for dramatic effect? Yeah. Before we get to the race, let me clear up a few things. Firstly, yes, uh, there are only six cars in this race. I know that's not a lot. I mean, even Cake Boss has more contestants, <laughs> but that's all we could afford. And please ignore the fact that I was in good movies in the past. Uh, Second, no, I'm not modeled after any president in particular. Why do you ask? Is it the hair? And finally, this race keeps the USA strong by not having it get overpopulated. Yes, the overpopulation of the country hinges on the deaths of 43 people who are dumb enough to stand in the middle of the road. Deal with it. You got a pretty good Malcolm McDowell. I'll give you that. It's not bad. Yeah. It's actually a better yeah. Malcolm McDowell than Malcolm McDowell did because he he tried to fake an American accent, but he was waffling in inside and outside of that thing the whole oh, movie. Oh, really? I did not think he was trying at all. Like, were there points where he <laughs> right. was trying to? Oh yeah, like for I, sure. I swear he had the British accent the whole way through. No, no, especially at the top. I, yeah. He he was real specific at the top <laughs> about trying to sound like this, and then. It just started mm-hmm. to slip, and yeah. by the end, it was like, all right, Caliglia, wow. freaking, you sound like your old self again. Get- and <laughs> and he got outbilled. Top billing went to poor man's Tom Hardy, oh, cross yes. with poor man Sam Worthington. Mm. Okay, like, hold on. I'm going to defend Manu. Manu, what says, what's his Manu. nuts? Because uh, <laughs> I, he's awesome on Arrow. As, uh, he's Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, but, he's but in let's all, face I mean, it. He is definitely playing. He is listen. Here, he right? has lots of cool yeah. characters and lots of movies. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with that guy. He's had a fine career. He was a high point of that uh, stars adaptation of uh, uh, Spartacus. He was on there. We see, well, I oh, saw really? his, saw his wiener on there once. He had a was wiener. he Spartacus? He was not Spartacus. He was at the end. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm Everybody making fun was of, at the end. Yeah. I'm making fun of Malcolm McDowell. Okay. He yeah. was. He he got outbilled. By, and he's in a cast of uh, nothing but people you've never seen. If you're a person who's seen a normal amount of entertainment, you've never heard of any of these people except Malcolm McDowell. And he got outbilled by one of them. That's incredible. <laughs> right. That's like, right. like, wow, how did you not? Like, it, it should have been the Malcolm McDowell movie, and it but, really wasn't. Yeah. But Yancey Butler, come on. Oh, yes. Yancey Butler. Not, we haven't seen I, her. As I saw her, I was like, Yancey Butler. We haven't seen her since Hard Target, and that was a long time ago, 92. <laughs> Maybe maybe we haven't seen him on on the show since then, but Brian has 
taking Brian his uh, right. Witchblade uh, front to back every right. every couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Witchblade. Yeah, I like that show in its time. It was all right. Had a had a thing going there, and I also like the comic it was based on. But I have this problem with this Manu guy and Frank Grillo, the actor Frank Grillo, yeah. who yeah. plays uh, Crossbones in uh, uh, the third, oh, sure. the Civil War, I guess it was. Uh, but yeah. before that, he was like a, a shield agent that tried to kick the crap out of Steve Rogers in the elevator. Uh, he's in a million other things as well, and they're, as far as I know, completely interchangeable. I don't yep. think, I, in fact, when I saw this guy, I went, oh, sweet, we got crossbones in here. And I went, no, wrong guy, different dude. <laughs> nope, Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. Well, that's that's same kind guy. of what you're looking for. When you're, when you're casting a film like this, right, and you only have like $700 to spend on all the actors, you you like you're looking desperately for someone like Burt Grinstead who plays Mr. Perfection in this movie. Like he's completely interchangeable with a lot of better, more expensive actors, right? Sure, but, but I also kind of liked him in this. I kind of yeah, I kind of liked him in this. Like <laughs> of I'm, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I think that Burt Grinstead, who yeah. by the way, if if our vision of of genetic perfection in the future is right. not just muscles. But too many moles. I think we screwed right. up. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'll tell you though. But Ger- Bert grins dead. He <laughs> he was. Wow, that's hard to say. To work, Brett, to work so what? hard on your body and work so little right. on your name. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Priorities, man. Priorities. I'll yeah. tell you. Whatever. Whatever they paid him, it wasn't enough because he was worth every penny of entertainment he delivered to me. He does a, a ton of other stuff. The guy's been in all oh, sorts yeah. of TV things and. Uh, all sorts of things. Yeah, uh, and he's really new. Like the guy, like, new. I'm sorry, he's young. Sorry, he's so fresh. He's, Look at him. They just, they just pulled him out of the bag a couple years ago. Right. Some of those moles are only months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was mole man. He was a real moly guy. But that's that's fine. You know, he's a buff dude. Got it. If yeah. you got it, I guess flaunt it. Whatever. Uh, buff there are or at least just five that I think you should have uh, looked at. Yeah, right. probably. Five yeah. Of them. A couple of them were. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, we're not I, here to body. We're not here to body shame because there's nothing, shame, looking, there's no. nothing shameful I, about his body. I, no. Saying, oh, no, not at all. You're saying he should have them looked at, but I was looking at them a lot. <laughs> like they, they really. This this is a movie that likes to parade around people instead of entertain you. Like, oh look, naked bodies. Here's some more. Here, you know, yeah. like and Burt Grinstead had to be naked most of it, and he was great. I was thinking Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, not since uh, Clockwork Orange or possibly Caliglia, has he been around oh. as many naked ladies for no reason. Right, right. <laughs> When's our Clockwork Clockwork Orange re- remake? Where's oh, that? Man, Where's it that better that's, never it's shocking happened. that hasn't happened. It's yeah, a little I'd, shocking, but is it though? Has uh, have any Kubrick movies been remade? I wonder if there's like a thing where you're not allowed. I mean, I guess um, The Shining was remade, but that's less a Kubrick thing than a, St- a Stephen King thing. Oh, right, the TV yeah, version. I don't know. I don't know. And plus, right. the TV the TV twist may be the the difference you can make. Like you could do a, you know, you could do a, uh, a 2001 remake. Clockwork Orange made for TV. Yeah, make it a series. According to the internet in 2016 at the DailyMail.com, uh, Malcolm McDowell says a Clockwork Orange is becoming reality. No, oh. mm, well, so brilliant. we're not. So we're not getting a remake. We're just. He's just going to say that life is like. We're that. living it apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of the old in out, in out, in out. That's great. Yeah. Uh, says, I, says, I just want to yeah. say my Malcolm McDowell is Soren in Star Trek Generations. Yeah, what is can, that? Star Trek Six. Six. No, no, no. Seven. He killed. Uh, seven. Yeah, he killed. Uh, uh, That's right. Uh, seven. Captain Kirk. He killed him. 
He's the it, cause it, of his murder mm-hmm. there. I'm here yeah. to tell you that movie is 24 years old, guys. Yeah. T.J. Hooker <laughs> killed Captain Kirk. Yeah, Come on, let's, that's okay. a good point. It's <laughs> okay. a good point. Uh, my Malcolm uh, McDowell is uh, Jack the Ripper in uh, Time After Time. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. I don't know if. I oh no, I'm sorry. He was H.G. Wells. It was uh, what's his face is Jack the Ripper. Um, uh, yeah. shoot, it's a guy that we know. It's a guy that we see all the time. David Warner. Oh, yeah. I love him. I like mm-hmm. that David Warner would have been good in this movie, uh, maybe better than Malcolm McDowell. I think Malcolm McDowell, for me, mm, this is hard. He's been in a lot of good stuff, also a lot of garbage, but some mm-hmm. pretty good stuff. Um, it's his voice. His voice is just un- unlike any other. Yeah. You, you, don't have, you don't have anybody you can switch out with Malcolm McDowell once you've heard his voice. Yeah. Like, like, if you cast him in a cartoon and then mm-hmm. went to find someone to take him over for season two, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't do it's, it. And it's interesting because he does some voice stuff. Like he uh he's Dr. Monty in Call of Duty Black Ops 3. He was yes. Sly Baron Sly Baron in Scooby Doo Moon Monster Madness. No, he's in tons you'd of stuff. You'd see Video games. Elder whatever. Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferb. But you'd think that there'd be way more voice work that he would right. do. Fallout like you'd 3. think with a voice like that. I mean, I'd 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 rent myself out for everything. A presence sure. and voice. That like guy was, that. he was famous for being one of the live action dudes in those Wing Commander games back in the day. And he was yelling at oh. Mark Hamill in those things. Yeah. Oh, I totally I remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's important to remember when you're watching Death Race 2050, you're like, you feel like it's an older movie than it is. Like this movie comes out after Hunger Games. A couple of Hunger Games movies were made mm-hmm. before this movie was made. Like, it feels though like it has no idea, like it was made fifty years ago. You know, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? You go ahead. What, what am I? What am I reading here in Malcolm McDowell's uh, IMDb? It says he played Mr. Rourke in thirteen yes. episodes. Yeah, I he do was, not uh, remember that. It there was all. a remake of uh, oh, of Fantasy Island from like the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. That was him. And it was a darker, was and it was like a much darker Fantasy Island than the Montalban Fantasy hmm. Island. Did he have? Wow, a little... look at that. Yeah. He he killed Captain Kirk, but he replaced a guy who tried several times to kill Captain Kirk and yeah. failed. Whoa! Gone. Oh my gosh! Well, okay, you know what? There's you, our Star Trek connection. Yeah, do, do, any, do anything you want. Trek, this one, his uh, his career can be anything he wants it to be. Now, after you've killed Kirk and replaced the guy who did, failed to kill Kirk, oh man, right? That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, he was in Blue Thunder, is where I remember seeing him on the show. I couldn't think of what other film sack movie I was uh-huh. thinking of, but Blue Thunder. Yeah, and and I take back what I said about him uh, not doing enough voice work. Oh my God, he does enough yeah. voice work. I'm scrolling right. through his list. There's, I'm starting to think that that you know that's ninety uh, percent of his stuff is voice work. So oh, yeah. I take It'll it all back. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars, Rebels, uh, all kinds of recent stuff. Yeah, and if you if you've made yourself famous uh, being seen, like acting, it's it's a good gig if you can move over to to getting paid to just talk. Like mm. people do it all the time. There's yeah, like right, right. I feel sorry for the young up and coming voice actors because they're having to compete with really famous people mm-hmm. who probably get their jobs just on their name and celebrity more than anything. Sure. Sure. I'm uh, actually in our, in our uh, Slack, I'm posting a photo. It's not his IMDb photo, but it's a photo of when he was much younger and I find it hilarious. So yeah, you guys can look this at that is, at your uh, leisure. Clockwork Orange era or younger than that. I'm loading it right now. I actually don't really know. young. I don't know what he looks like. Wow. Oh, she, he he's like kind of hot. On the phone, about thirty. No, he's Brian. He's, what are you he's talking the, about? He's still oh, hot. He's the, he the googly. Poster? Yeah, he's the googly-eyed poster. Just, oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, just so you Never know. Never mind. 
That's really him? Yeah, that's totally him. He's is, g- that, he's, is that him uh, sticking his eyes through cut holes in the wall behind his poster? <laughs> right. and looking if, at he, real, if he real is, size. then he's enormous then. Because right. the, if she's normal <laughs> well, she's size, really tiny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the titan of the room or whatever. Anyway, like he's it. an interesting guy, and and he is your yeah. biggest name in this thing, probably in terms of you know recognizability Without and all doubt. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, directed by some guy, some guy named J. Uh, G. J. Ectern Camp. G. J. He's yeah. uh, an actor yeah. mainly, but this is his this is his poop movie, and uh, this it thing was like it's an anagram for something. Who's yeah. named G. J. Yeah. Right? Like that's good. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Ectern Camp. He was a yeah. kid. He's a good job. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Then you got the man Al Bennett, uh, Malcolm McDowell, and Marcy Miller. They're your kind of core cast. And then you guys mentioned, mentioned Yancey Butler, who still looks terrified. She's always looked terrified. Everything about isn't her face. She a, isn't she a presence, though? The whole time that she was on screen, I was just like, ah! Yeah. She's just, yeah, she's, she's just... Is she in it. any other scenes besides the, the seduction scene, the... Uh... Yeah. No. Is that all you remember? I was looking. Yeah. She's. Yeah, she's like. All, so it's like in three different. Uh, three different scenes. Uh, yes. The most memorable, of course, is what you said. The. The. Wait, she's oh. not the leader of the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. That's she her. The, she's the leader of the resistance. Oh, I did Absolutely. not make the connection that that was wow. the same woman. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Here's, here's a little background. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna confess. Okay. I watched this movie one and a half times because <laughs> the first time I fell asleep halfway through and i was like dozing off in and out through the the whole second you know, half of the film so yeah. this morning i actually sat down and watched the second half and her look between when she's the seductress and when she's leading the resistance mm-hmm. right and, and if you're gonna get some work done get the work done on your neck too yeah just oh, come, on. Okay. come on all right i'm not gonna body shame but <laughs> i think she's i don't really think she's had any work done i think she's just super skinny and has smoked her entire life and yeah, i think there's it. just yeah i think there's there's things going on there i, I say, think you're right she does not look impressive. like she's had work done Mm-mm. yeah i don't it's think a, so yeah, guys stop. it's a it's there. a really bad movie and and importantly <laughs> i think wait I think it's, it's, it's important to say it's a badly made movie. Like we, we we find ourselves talking about acting all the time, and that's fine. But this is a really badly made movie. This is a movie where they took a they took a few extras and they they took them around from this to that, and now you're a gang, and now you're a bunch of old people standing out mm-hmm. by the road, mm-hmm. and they shot everything really close, which does never give you the idea that it's a big expansive crowd ever. And so you're you're constantly feeling like oh some kids got a handicam and they shot everybody they knew really close every yeah. scene is I've got to say I'm not going to argue that I I don't I don't want to argue bad good not good whatever I'm going <laughs> to argue I'm going to write okay there's two things I need to address here real quick okay usually I give Ibit a hard time if he you know falls asleep or stops middle way through a movie <laughs> but but this movie is truly the epitome of saturday afternoon watching which means that if you take a nap in the middle of a saturday afternoon movie i'm not going to criticize you it is absolutely acceptable it is just throwaway entertainment Uh it is fine if you fall asleep and wake up and and watch it again and i'm also going to say that i I don't say it's a badly made movie i would say it's a movie made on the cheap that required a lot of uh I wouldn't even say creativity. You're gonna argue. You're gonna argue that it's not a badly made movie. It's just a movie made badly. badly made. It's exactly. It's a it's a movie made with the best 
of its abilities. It it well, listen, definitely I, the oh, I best know. of its abilities whole, within its budget and story. Mm. I think they did, executed it as well as could be executed. That's a pretty small box. Then, yes, right. It I is. mean, it's it like they, small. they had limited limited budget, limited uh, number of people. It's a cast of people. Right, right people. <laughs> you can't cast of hundreds story. or a cast of thousands. <laughs> but it's um, okay. I, I wanted to get something out of this movie. Is why I watched it the second half time because I feel like, man, I must have missed something. I must have, there must have been something that I just <laughs> did, didn't get when I was dozing off. It. You didn't and, miss anything. And watching it the second half of it, it's like, okay, wow, I totally missed the Frankenstein freak out and uh, arm wrestling match between. Um, oh, that was good stuff. Oh yeah, it's great stuff. The whole, the whole yeah. Bechtel bar. By the way, Bechtel, Bechtel bar. Is there... Is it is it irony or not irony, but coincidence that two women are having a conversation not about men in a bar called the Bechtel Bar? No, yeah, that's yeah, on purpose. Everything's on purpose in this movie. Like, yeah. you know, like the names of all the regions, uh, you know, because corporations right. have taken over the world. Well, but sure. I just want to I just want to say this is a movie where the starring man, uh, poor man's Clive Owen, uh, is <laughs> is bad, is called bad. on is called on to take the mask off and act and. The entire like, uh, you get what, five minutes of before he takes the mask off? Come on! Oh right, come yeah. on. we, watched it. we yeah. watched it, but we watched the original. I mean, that's not unprecedented. This is a remake, not a re. Like, I'm just uh, saying. I'm just saying. Simple. Speaking of Clive Owen, uh, right. if uh, if this movie had been made by Alfonso Cuarón, he would have had right. that mask on until the big freaking reveal later in the movie yeah. and it right. would have been amazing why him no. why did you pull him out of the sky why alfonso because, because alfonso i had just i had just said this was poor man's clive owen oh and so clive owen had, was had, the children of men i had to i had to connect it <laughs> okay no i get it i'm just making sure i'm just i'm just trying to <laughs> see why you come up with a better idea for a mask but that mask was the worst thing if you're planning on driving a car because right. you can't look down because of yeah, that long I, face thing without. Yeah, I, knew that mask was, dig, I knew that mask was coming off. I was like, no way is he wearing that mask. You just dig your sternum out with it. It thing sucked. It was awful. Yeah. I would have taken it off too if I was Manel Bennett. Uh, but yeah, like, it, it, look, this movie is, I think, the attempt here is hey, call Corman. We're going to, here at Netflix, we're going to give him a little bit of money to make a thing. And uh, it'll be here to live here. And the reason we're doing it is we want to kind of get a piece of this Sharknado bullshit that's going around. And yeah. I think that's what this is. This is I, a revival what, of a thing that people right. know and people have heard of. But it's really to cash in on camp for camp's sake. It's artificial driving camp. straight into the middle of camp. Basically. The, yes. the, rea the yes. reality is actually just the opposite. We got to remember that Corman is really a producer and idea man. And he actually called uh, some studios and and said i think we ought to remake it and they said continue and he made his little spill <laughs> i believe this is what probably happened and then they said yeah, that sounds interesting he says and i'll pay for it yeah no and they went, i think that he in. i agree with you that that's what he thinks he's doing but i <laughs> think that there's no way netflix executives go for this if they didn't know they were going to be driving, like Brian said, well, straight to the middle of This wasn't camp. a Netflix exclusive. This was a straight-to-video that was outside of the streaming service, right? No, I think it's... This was, this was not made for Netflix. This was made for straight-to-Blu-ray release, Hold and on. then it was picked up Hold on. Uh, by Netflix, are you if sure, I'm not mistaken. Are you sure about this? I, 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 feel, I, I feel like this is a distinction without a difference. Awesome. We live in a time... <laughs> no, seriously, we, we live in yeah. a time 
when straight to video now means you're able to stream it and watch it this the day been, it comes out. This would have been shopped and marketed about just prior to Netflix making everything. So, I mean, okay, just but, uh, barely. It, it, you can watch the credits. It was produced by Roger Corman, Roger Corman's daughter. End of story. It was, uh, right. that, you know, it doesn't matter who who decided what. Like, they but were the doesn't it? decided to make don't a movie. We need, don't we know, need to know who to hold to the to the well, fire? It's, it's also freaking Corman. Yeah, it's yes. Roger Corman. But this isn't even that. I mean, this is just last year, dude. This is new. I mean, oh, well, yeah. the, but it was it was filmed and shopped in like 2015 or 16, though, right? Because I don't know. Was it? Yeah, so okay. I mean, it didn't actually. But yeah, even then, to 2015, Netflix was making plenty of originals. The Cannes Film Festival first, and yeah, right. there. yeah, get all right. the peer review going on for this piece right. of shit. So get the Palm Door at uh, at Cannes. Well, Con. Re- regardless of where how it landed there, my my main point is, I think that this feeds into that. Let's let's be campy because campy is selling right now, and I think that he went in with all the purest of Roger Corman intentions, like he always does. So I, I don't Corman- I don't disagree with you, but. He's, I think Corman is 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 brilliant at making low budget films and knowing when to attack because give me he, get, define brilliant for me though I need uh, to... well he's he's done well for himself hasn't he he is eighty years old and he's still making movies I would say that's pretty darn brilliant and making money and not chewed up by the machine and spit out I and brought I, us I, it brought us uh, Fast is... and the Furious. I'm uh, sorry, but this is like me saying Frito Lay is brilliant. Like, no, they like yeah. they, they are. They, they are brilliant. No, no, they're not. They're just they're just. I think they're you're just... giving too much credit to what he actually did. Yeah. for yeah. this movie. Yeah, or even at all. Like, he is one of those guys. He's he's this scrappy Ed Wood type for a modern time, where he's like, ah, I'm gonna make some stuff. Well, you're bad at this. I don't care. Like, where what makes him different is that he doesn't get discouraged. By yeah. anyone who says we're making nothing but garbage, why are you doing this? And he he's just he says, I don't care. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Like he just loves I, doing it, and that's great. I, you know, right? I, I'm not gonna. Say, I don't think he's bad at what he does because I think we're 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 confusing what he actually does, which is watch for trends, uh, get people together. This is a producer. Uh, get people together and make a movie that will speak to at least a, a certain audience, and is able to make a movie cheaply and able to make a profit every time. I think that's pretty, uh, you know, I think that's pretty smart. It's, I'm going to give him that. I'm, I don't think it's a master plan. We're arguing whether or not Roger Corbin is good. At what he does. <laughs> he's good. He's good. Did we all producing. watch the same thing? He's like, not he's good. good None name one Roger Corman movie that you could classify as a good movie. There's no such thing. They don't what? exist. They don't exist. <laughs> they're all they're all cheese bag terrible awesome it's, we it's, love them here on film like, i think it's kind of like this i think it's kind of like this i i think that he's good at he, not losing a franchise uh, exactly he, due to like inactivity right. it's like this he's like he's like <laughs> he's like the dominoes of pizza sure you can go get a really nice pizza at a specialty shop but if you're gonna look at the franchises and look at the you know look at domino's pizza hut little caesars i and i i think he's i think he, to me He's my favorite, which is Domino's. Favorite, but of 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 the fast food brand. All right. BS. But I can go I to think, Marco's and get a pretty good pizza for about the same price. And that's fine. Yeah, right. And there's plenty of people for that. Well, what yeah. I, my point is with Roger Corman, 
I don't know what he thinks because I'm not in his head. So I really don't know what he thinks of his own Lots work. of interviews if you want to find out what's I, in his head. It's right. not much. Right. <laughs> right. But I just, I, I just want to say, I just want to say, if Roger Corman actually was capable of making a good movie, one of these movies would have made more than $2 million. Like I'm one of these make movies you, I'm gonna, one day would have I'm made $50 make... million or $100 million. That's a, like you're making an argument about popularity and you don't, you're not talking about something that's ever been popular. Like I'm, I am happy to, to be with you when we're talking about Beyonce is great because she sold 50 million albums and people will argue, no, you're just making an argument for popularity. Well, yeah, but she sold 50 million albums. You went to Domino's. Yes. Domino's is really popular for reasons. This guy has never sold that many pizzas. <laughs> he, no, he's, he's made a few pizzas. And they're oh. all really gnarly. I he's made a thousand. He's made he a thousand made a pizzas. Thousand. Have you seen his IMDb? It's like yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but every of one of those pizzas gives you diarrhea, dude. It's not good pizza. I love pizza. the fact that he's got movies like, uh, well, I mean, there's all the the portmanteau monster movies, Piranaconda and uh, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. There's also a Sharktopus versus Werewolf. Oh my lord! And he's introducing a new one called Cobra Gator. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Look, See now at this was, point, how, I'm telling like those, you, it, it's like this, he's spinning two wheels with with scary animals on him. He is just he is just playing on that trend. That's all that is. He's yeah. saying, yeah, he's, "Oh, he's Sharknado's big, so I'm do this." Absolutely, he he's good at watching for cycles and trends. He's really he's the good asylum. At he's a human version of asylum. Is it asylum yeah. that that uh, does yeah, all those like uh, yeah. yeah, like yes. chicken uh, 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 trauma. Yeah. Transmorphers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the day something comes out that's popular, there's like an equivalent hey, right. asylum movie. Speaking of asylum, we haven't caught up with their recent films in a while. It's been like a year or so. Oh, so what's it's, new with what, asylum? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think they're going to be copying currently in 2018? The Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> permanent, permanent war. Permanent war. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Could be Marvel. Could be Star Wars. These things could be. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of what's big this year outside of the Marvel stuff. Seventy-five Shades of Pink. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh. What about the? There's a new Rampage movie, right? Well, I bet they. I'll bet they're copying that. That, oh, absolutely. that probably is a good pit. Yeah, I, I could see them doing that. And they'll call it uh, Overrun with a monkey. And I was, I was looking them up, and I was reminded it's called The Asylum. It's not. Asylum. Oh, oh yeah. great. Asylum. Yeah, let's keep it straight because so I don't want to get few. the hate mail from those people. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you a few. This this year, uh, yet another Atlantic Rim movie from the Asylum. Oh, Atlantic, Atlantic Rim so bad. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Atlantic Rim was one they, of theirs. That's right. They they finally got on board and they're making Tomb Invader. Uh-huh. Uh, it took them a while. I would You would have thought yeah. they'd made Tomb Invader some time ago, but no, just now. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. And uh, get this. Avengers Grim Time Wars. Shut no, sequel, up. Shut go. up. The Brian, well, Brian nailed Avengers it. Grimm. Really? <laughs> Are the sequel they, uh, to Avengers Grim. Why does you it might make recall, you so mad that it exists? Because. Might, because. You might recall <laughs> that Avengers Grim starred Lou Ferrigno. Let's see if Avengers Grim Time Wars stars Lou Ferrigno or <laughs> maybe they killed him off in the first Here's film. why. I mean, I don't, I'm actually not mad that it exists because from a film sack perspective, I love that it exists. Yeah. But from a creator's perspective, I think it sucks. It's like you. It's like, <laughs> hey, Charles Schultz, uh, uh, Larry Schmultz made a comic We're, called uh, Corn Nuts, 
and it's got even it's got even it's got little uh, Larry Brown in it, and he uh, he pulls the football away from the girls. The only difference, like that's <laughs> I so read that. I'd be uh, reading that. By the way, by the way, in Avengers Grimm, the original uh, Lou Ferrigno, and we're talking Lou Ferrigno Senior. By the way, the weird one, Lou Ferrigno played wait, Iron wait. John. There's two Lou Ferrignos. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. which yeah. which one was the Hulk. <laughs> Luke Ridgeau Senior, yes, that's correct. Okay, well, what's junior, junior doing? In anything like yeah. I don't know what. Uh, oh, good what... question. Oh, here Have he is, seen... Junior. Um, how I met your mother. Uh, uh, the new Teen Wolf. He was in SWAT. Oh, is that him? In yeah. Utah. No. Uh, specular spe- speculum. Oop, that ain't right. Speculum. Spe- sep- <laughs> Nations Fire. The Experience. Mickey, Rick, Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Don. Whatever the hell that is. Mutton huh. stuff. I mean, it's like an like an NCIS appearance, which everyone has on their resume. He was on Bones for a bit. Yeah, I'd never. Basically, NCIS is uh, is the gateway to Hollywood. Like you basically walk through a set of NCIS on your way to get acting lessons somewhere. Right. He is. Uh, he looks cool. I like this. He could have been. He could have been perfecto in this movie. Yeah, he could have sure. done. It. He's a yeah, handsome, actually, handsome guy. Look at him. He's all. He's he's buff, but not quite dad buff. You know. I, mean, like I just I just want to give you a few more a few more films out of the asylum since the last time we caught up with the asylum. Does he before uh, you do that? Does he have his full hearing, Lou Ferrigno Jr.? Does anyone know if that's a thing? Yeah, you because down? that's genetic. Well, I don't no. mean, I don't mean it in a rude way. I'm just curious if he's like a, right. a, a, a deafness can be genetic, can it? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know never mind. Answer. I don't. It doesn't seem right, but I guess it's possible. Possible. Sure. All right. Sorry. You, you guys. You guys might not know, but they've actually made five Sharknado movies at this point. The oh, Asylum. I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Asylum. Yeah. The Asylum can get those movies made. So, um, and the, the, by the way, the subtitles of the Sharknado films are great, like The Fourth Awakens and, and uh, Global Swarming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So the asylum, you might recall Cars Three. The asylum uh, has a movie called Cargo. Uh, Cargo, get it? Okay. I'm pretty sure so, you could just make another movie called Cars, and there's nothing really Disney can do about it. I, I really might, don't think that you can protect. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I don't you might know. recall Alien Covenant. They have Alien Convergence. That's a real movie. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I'm not kidding. These are movies that are specifically made for grandmas who can't read their grandchildren's <laughs> Christmas lists correctly. Yep, yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, oh, oh there was a, a movie on the side of Sharknado where when uh, it's a spinoff of Planet of the Apes, you know, Planet of the Apes, the, mm-hmm. the recent series, Planet of the Sharks. They actually made a Planet of the Sharks movie. But I just want to leave you. I just want to leave you with a film that I think we need to find and watch from the asylum. It came out just a few months ago. Operation Dunkirk. I'm not oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little. Wow. I'm not okay. kidding. Oh, who are these guys? Hold on. Operation mm-hmm. Dunkirk. Oh, they have an Almighty Thor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Operation hey, why Dunkirk. Not? You can do that. Uh, but it's, it's currently is enjoying a 3.5 out of 10. A band of soldiers must battle their way through Nazi territory to rescue a scientist that could help turn the tide of World War II. No one else loves a 3.5 out of 10? Hmm. Death Race 2050 on IMDb. Okay. Actually, All right. So you're saying Death Race 2050 is as good as Operation Dunkirk. All right. I'm just saying. Nice. Mm. Well done. It's just so hard to watch these things for film sack because they're they're made to be garbage. Right. Yeah. right. Like they, they embrace the garbage. And it's hard to make fun of something that's kind of already making fun of itself. Right. Kind this of like one's, Death Race 2050. Yeah, this one skirts the line, in my opinion. Like this right. one is yeah. like they're trying to do that, but also 
it's also just genuinely bad in ways that I don't think they intended. And mm. and there and there's there's moments I laughed like I actually laughed out loud at a couple of things and it, it was mostly editing well, and a couple of lines and I thought Jed was funny. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to give it a complete F from a, you know just oh. from a film watching perspective, mm-hmm. but yeah. but you know I'm not. Let me put it this way: I'm not surprised if it fell asleep. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of grinding in the middle. It's not. Yeah, you know, it is. Just yeah. nonstop bad effects. I, I was, and, I was fine with it being like that. Like I said, I, I see this movie and I knew going in, this is Saturday afternoon movie. Just don't and, watch it if you're tired. That's all I can yeah. say. Just don't watch well, this wait, tell me, what is this? Always. What is a Saturday afternoon movie? I don't even know what that means. What oh, that mean? I mean, okay, so pretty much, I'm like, okay, network TV. Yeah. Yeah. During, during the 80s, 90s especially, it's less prevalent now, but you would have the Saturday afternoon movie yeah, and it would usually right. a matinee yeah. is right and it would generally be something like this mm. it would be usually for me it was godzilla films like they yeah. put all those monster films on saturday afternoons and yeah. on syndicated channel um and it's just a lazy saturday afternoon kind of thing you're kind of watching it falling in right. and out of sleep and just kind of patting around the house you don't have to really watch it watch it right like you change, <laughs> like you watch your cartoons in your little footy pajamas yeah and then the then the matinees come on and you leave it on, but you go and you change into regular clothes and you come back right. and it's still on. And then maybe right. your mom says, no, I need you to wash the dishes. And you exactly. watch the, wash the dishes while you're turning your head to kind of keep watching whatever this is. Okay. All right. Right. Yeah, I, I was that. permanently traumatized by a Saturday afternoon showing of The Blob. Oh, and yeah. the blob I, is... I was traumatized more by the fact that they kept scaring me and then going to commercials mm-hmm. for like, for like the you know like the nfl and stuff like that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. right Uh um yeah it's i i i think that's actually a thing like brian didn't just make it up to justify this movie no but but at the same time it doesn't justify liking this movie yeah is that that really what you're saying though are you really saying you like this movie brian me oh i am saying within the framework of expectations (laughs) yeah Look, I knew before going in, within the framework of expectations, this movie fit right in, and I found myself laughing occasionally and enjoying myself more than I was hating myself. Yeah, to me, that's a win. I can agree with that. Okay. I'm not sure I'd call right. it a win, but I, 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 I agree with you that I was enjoying myself more than hating myself, for sure. Right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, how I, that's how I rate these things. Yeah. Because you can't, can't go... You can't compare this to like an artistic undertaking of a much larger film with a much larger budget. I mean, he's trying to tell, he's trying to, they, it's not a he, but they're all, they're all trying to tell this thing. That's like an allegory, like, uh, this Mm -hmm. is corporations and, and greed and whatever run amok. And now look at us in our future. It's very bleak. And sometimes you go that uh, comedically and you, and you do that with something like idiocracy or you go about it a little more seriously and, you know, look at the downfall of, Things by something like The Purge or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which also had Frank Grillo in it, which is why I always think of him. But anyway, <laughs> uh, right. I like that. I like playing with that. Like, it's a fun thing to mess around with. Like, how far have we gone well, to, you know, yeah, Mad, Mad Max you, is kind extend, of that, you know. If you extend far enough post-apocalypta, you can get some really amazing things like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you, you, you love to see this sort of thing. Like, what's between here and Fury Road, right? Yeah, but that's what this again, is. This yeah. this movie is just like. The, the addition of about 100 more cars. Yeah. I'll tell you but, that. Yeah, well. And, but uh, yeah, that's the weirdest. The weirdest thing to me is that 
they thought it was okay to just say, all right, we're going to drive out uh, east of Los Angeles a few miles until we can point a camera at a hill and not see, you know, City. something. So, yeah. yeah, and that's that. It, 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 like, it didn't try. It, yeah. uh, where's the effort? Well, yeah. the effort was I in I think there was plenty of effort. It was some effort, but, like, you know, like it, it should have been gorier. Like there's only uh, oh, so much yeah. fiberglass. There's only right, so much right. fiberglass you can find to glue yeah. on the side of something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus, I, that was the I, that was the one thing I was disappointed about. I feel that artistically speaking, even with a, a such a small budget, I think you could have come up with something more creative with the with that fiberglass for the car, or something that yeah. was a little more. I don't know, not necessarily futuristic. So, a, so have any different. of you? Have any of you guys taken a peek at this new Netflix series called Fastest Car? No, I heard about yeah. it. Seems interesting. So, so it's a it's a, a se- season of car races, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh it features people from all over the country who build really really fast cars, and it puts them up against supercars. So every episode, you have three people from Texas or three people from Los Angeles area, and each of them is separately building a sleeper car, right? So they're, they're taking some old piece of junk and making it really, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And then the three people are in a, uh, a one mile drag race against someone driving a supercar, like a Lamborghini or mm-hmm. Ferrari or something. And then with each episode, you find out if any of the sleeper cars are really incredible and beat it. And then they have a final episode where they put those, the, the winners of the previous episodes together and have them in a drive off. Mm. And, it's really, really interesting to see how radically people are able to make incredible performing cars mm-hmm. in their garage at home. And like it, the, to watch that and then see this movie, you're like, what's that piece of junk? Mm-hmm. Like this, mm-hmm. this, every person here is driving crap except Abe, who's like, uh, like that could have been even better. It wasn't well, good. All of the cars yeah. were barely cars they just look like weird dressed yeah. they look like cosplay cars they just look terrible yeah. there was yeah. nothing good about any of these cars none of them were aerodynamic none of them seemed cool uh jed's looks like it was made out of i don't know marshmallow <laughs> and porcelain I, I couldn't figure that thing out <laughs> right. yeah. but but the but i you know what the weirdest effect of this and i wrote this down this movie made me dislike uh speed racer even more than i Ah, no, come on. Isn't that weird? That's that's fair. It's a little weird because they had the budget. They had the talent. They had the actors. They had the money. They had the directors. And they still didn't quite get that right. And that, so when I see this where it's like, well, obviously they're not getting it right. In fact, part of the point of a Corman movie is that they don't get it right. But they got it pretty close to where Speed Racer got it. So So for me, it made me go, oh, Speed Racer, you really didn't. You really kind of jacked that up. You could have done so much more with the money you had. It. You know, they nailed at least one shot location for me. Sure, uh, it was this one, this one over uh, this this one crane shot over this this spiral track that kind of leads up. That kind of made me feel like maybe this world's going to be bigger than I think it's going to be at the very beginning of the race. Yeah. Of course, it failed because all they did after that was have people sit in a green screen and blow fans on them, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of disappointing. I, I wish they yeah. could have done some more things actually on the road that would have maybe brought it a little bit closer and i don't like the sped up film either no, it sucks. Dude, don't, just yeah. don't, you know even, don't even you know bother what? with this you know what though film. brian you're actually coming around for me here because <laughs> the whole idea of a movie where you're washing dishes and you're not paying close attention 
it right. suits this very, very much. Very much. I'm yes. I'm paying really close attention. I'm sitting with my nose to my monitor, and I and I'm catching all of this stuff. Like uh, the early scenes in the Colosseum were it was not a Colosseum at all. No, you know no, no. that kind of thing. Like, but if I had been busy doing something else and mostly hearing the movie, I think I would have liked it more. Maybe you walk in, you you look at the big <laughs> scenes and like, what's going on here? And they pause what long does enough. That speak to though, like, does that speak to the acting? <laughs> Or does it just speak to the action budget? I, mean, I don't know. Right. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Maybe it, the 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 special effects and the uh, uh, the the car accoutrements and stuff were so right. bad that they distracted you from what was good about the film. <laughs> good about it, yeah. Which yeah. was the sound editing. I yeah. don't know. Which, I don't no, know. Editing, which was actually the the one of the things that saved this movie, in my opinion, because you could say no, it still failed Brian easily, but. I think the enthusiasm by the 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 creators and the actors is what saved mostly mostly fun. Jed for me. Like he yeah. he really okay. went all in. He yeah. was like, you know what? Was, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and he went for it totally. And That's it's like the, the best over the top. I'm hoping you have a lot of Jed clips, like his whole <laughs> "You're stupid" yeah, yeah, that. kind of stuff. Yeah. I also great. I also want to come back to uh, Mr. Perfecto. I will never remember his character's <laughs> well, name. That's, that's, that's him. That's who we're saying. Yeah. Is Jed. Yeah. But Jed Perfecto. But I, oh, Bert I we Grinstead. Were... Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're right. talking. That's who we're talking about. Let's just go with Perfectus. Yeah. What, when, go. Well, he's... when you were saying when you were saying Jed, I was thinking about the main announcer, uh, JB. Uh -oh. oh no, that guy can bite me. I don't like him at all. He annoyed me. You don't like me. JB? Right. Didn't oh, like his really? jacket? No, nope. Charlie. Oh, I kind of liked. I liked. Uh, I liked JB way more than I liked Grace Tickle. Yeah, I don't like Grace her Tickle. either. I don't like any of those people. Kinda... Can you believe? Can you believe she's younger than us? They made her look like she was sixty in this film. Yeah. yeah. What the, the heck? Way. How did that she's work got... out? She's got that voice. What is that actress voice that is her? And then there was a... I eat Virginia Slims for breakfast. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, yes. That explains it, too. Yeah, that's exactly right. Shannon Olsen. Like She's like a nice-looking person. Like, she is, yeah. Not in this. <laughs> she, they no. made her look weird. Um, she's in the this TV series I always wanted to see, but it didn't last very long. John John Benjamin has a van. Did you guys hear about this? <laughs> no, no. I love the I love the idea. Yeah. Oh my god! John, it's John J. It Benjamin, the actor. It's John. It's Archer uh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah. H. John Benjamin. That's the guy, and his name of the thing is John Benjamin has a van. It was a TV series in 2011, and I don't think it made it past. Wow. Pilot. Uh, hold on, I'm about to find out. I, first of all, I love John Benjamin. I that's yeah. interesting oh no there are there are it's a full season of like 12 episodes however Actually, did, did he get a cease and desist uh, from jerry seinfeld and they couldn't call it be actors in vans getting uh, gas oh good point uh but he it looks like it's a scripted thing it's a comedy and it's rated well like all these episodes have like high ratings i i don't know i feel like that's a missed opportunity a thing that i mm, wish so would have yeah. actually happened but uh, but anyway, the point is, yeah, those people, whatever the, the announcers, everyone annoyed me except honestly, Perfecto uh, or Perfection, whatever his name is, Perfectus. <laughs> Perfectus. Perfectus. He's the only one that really entertained me. Everybody else was like, okay, lady, yeah. or okay, Manu. Like I like him and other stuff, but this one was that's yeah, fine. Well, he's poor, he's poor man's Tom Hardy in this movie, and you <laughs> you are constantly thinking. Wow, I wish this was Tom Hardy. I mm -hmm. so wish this was Tom does Hardy. That's a pretty good Tom Hardy. I think it actually does, he could have yeah. been a stunt double in a couple of scenes at least. I think so. I like that yeah. I like that none of us miss Luke Goss as Frankenstein <laughs> yeah. from the previous films. Yeah, that's yeah, true. By the way, uh, um 
uh, the stunt people for uh, Tom Hardy and um, Charlize Theron from uh, that movie from Fury Road. <laughs> that movie. That's funny for me. That to say. movie. Uh, they they're married now. They they met on that set, and now those two stunt people who played the two maids oh, are hilarious. are married. Yeah, wouldn't you love to be at that house? I bet it's just full of tomfoolery. Oh, it's probably great, right? They're probably like, uh, hey, or, hey, what's... how many how many squibs did they have at their yeah. wedding? Really... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They got big harnesses to yank you into breakfast. It's like <laughs> it's time exactly. to eat. Rawr! Get flipped over four times like you got kicked by Batman. Ah, oh, it's amazing over there. At their house. <laughs> Anyway, oh, speaking of which, can I just say a quick thing? And yeah. I, and please let us not. I don't want to do it for film sack because I'm so disappointed. It's really bugging me. I mm-hmm. watched uh, in passing while I was in Vegas because it was late one night. We we're in the hotel. And I'm like, what's on? Oh, Batman Begins is on. I should watch Batman Begins. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think Batman Begins holds up very good, you guys. And oh, I'm, really? I'm, that's I really the, that's the point, I'm not, right? I'm not surprised. I really don't like that. I'm saying this because I really liked it when it came in 2005. And I still think, uh, which I also saw recently, Dark Knight still holds up. Strong movie, great. I'm not, yeah. uh, no complaints there. But the re- the uh, the reboot there, yeah. it's trouble. No, oh, wow. I think I think I think I've got a uh, an interview somewhere with Chris Nolan where they ask him, "Hey, what's the whole impetus for like why'd you get right on to Dark Knight?" And he says, "Well, I didn't think we did good enough on the first one. And I wanted to make a better movie." Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that's that's it's, totally it's known. It's not right? great, wow, and it I, made I me felt sad. Like Killen Murphy was like carried that film, but no, like even he he's good. He's to... still good. I mean, I, I, yeah. nothing wrong with Killian Murphy or is it Killian or Cillian? I don't know. Killian. Yeah, he was great. Uh, being reminded that King Joffrey is at the end and uh, yep, is a yep. kid and gets a <laughs> gets a little oh, sly right. smile from Batman is kind of funny, but for the most part, though, it's just kind of bad. It's not good. It's wow. not great. We're, we're gonna sack it. We're gonna sack the I'm hell really, out of you guys. We're I, gonna sack it. I don't know if I can do it again. I really was we're sad. Gonna, it bumped me. Yeah, I'm putting it. I'm putting it on the list for 2020. Yeah, well, we'll save it for yeah. Now. Save we'll it for out, even 2019. It'd be fine. But yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather watch Waterworld again if, if that gives you. <laughs> Waterworld hey, is gonna be will. the only film we ever sack twice. Just so you know, <laughs> that, when we fine. when we finally are done. And we're yeah. like the last episode, guys. We're sacking a film a second time. It's Waterworld. Did we it has ever? To be did we ever do um, uh, Beyond Thunderdome? Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? That yeah, no, we have not. No, we have no, not. We, we did, did not. Beyond Thunderdome. We need to. No. We need to keep looking nope. for that. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, I have. I have the all of the uh, early Mad Max films on the must must find list. Like if if we none of them is they they we haven't done any of them. Me. I don't think. Nope. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that. Oh, bumped. I thought so we just am I disremembering? No? Am I disremembering Ibit doing uh, barter town jokes for years? Yeah, I do that a lot. Who runs? Who runs barter town? I run barter master blaster. Yeah, he's just good Into at the it. microphone. He's just good master at blaster it. runs. Oh, my microphone isn't working. Master <laughs> blaster runs barter town. There you go. Nicely done. And Maybe that's why I feel like that. Yeah. Back when so, when Fury yeah. Road was coming coming out i watched them i watched the first three mad max films and i'm here to tell you i can't wait to sack oh them. i'm oh, into I, it i I'm love them yeah no i'm all okay. into it even the first one which is my least favorite my least my favorite God. is the first one even though that thing kind of established the series it's and all slow that. it's really it's slow. slow and weird and it's it's fine and whatever i still think george miller is my master now but the point is that movie's okay the second one road warrior was freaking amazing and still is great okay. movie we just yes. want the gas just walk away <laughs> Then, then I like how he's like he's like uh, what's his face uh, is, is is a Native American almost. In you know? your, uh, 
we just... I thought he talked with the growl. You <laughs> must give us the gas. Yeah, we we use the whole buffalo. He says. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but anyway, the humongous. point the point is yes, humongous, 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 not humongous. Yeah, that's right. Humongous in his uh, yeah, so, mask. But yeah. Scott, your 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 other thought on Batman Begins. You keep getting stomped out of your other thought on Batman Begins. Oh, the other thought was oh shit, and it's gone. Um, it's gone. Now, it is gone. gone. I forgot what it was. I did have another thought on Batman Begins, and I forgot what it was. I'm so disappointed though. Ugh. I don't know. I just, I mean, it's on. I mean, look, it's TVs and hotel rooms are better than they used to be. It's a flat screen thing, so it's not because I watched it on some small crappy screen. It was on HBO or one of the HBO channels, and so it was uncut and, you know, good. It wasn't like some crappy reshowing on some late-night AMC or something. So it was the full deal, and I just walked away from that going, eh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know what's wrong with it. You know what it is? It's all the or Anytime Batman has to go back and tell us that damn story in the alleyway with a shooting and his parents, just, oh, gosh, sure. dang it, dude, we get it. And you're afraid of bats. Yeah. All right, already. Just move. I, so maybe I'm just. You know, I do, remember the, I do remember the Reichel Ghoul stuff being kind of boring. It was. I, oh, it was. Right about yeah. that. It is and yeah. was. Was and is. I mean, it wasn't then, but it is. It seems boring now. At the time, I was excited. Now it's just. And, and, and look, I'm going to say a controversial thing. As much as I like Dark Knight, I think. I'm not sure Christian Bale was ever the right guy. Agreed. Totally agreed. I don't know that he's he's not the worst guy by any stretch. No, 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 no. But not at all. But but Dark Knight is all about the the Heath Ledger. Like that's what carries that movie, not Christian Bale. I almost would take. Do you see what's happening here, people? I, I, no. What that we aren't talking about? 2050. Is that what? we got? We we went with Batman so crazy for so long. That when we got a straight Batman, we loved him. <laughs> and now we're so sick of straight Batman, we just want crazy Batman. We want, we want gay Batman. Batman back, please. <laughs> right. No, I think you're... <laughs> we want nipples in our costume. Roger Corman is listening and watching those cycles, man. We're about to see a new Batman Corman style. What we need is the Corman Fantastic Four. If we don't do that in but, our lifetime, we're stupid. I'm gonna, I'm- I'm going to agree with you on one level. The best Batman movie ever is Lego Batman, and that Batman is very very self-aware and funny. Yeah, no. I I, I agree with you. That's a good movie. Uh, Way better than it. it, It's really good. (laughs) Lego Batman, I feel like, just has no right to be funny as it is. It's really, really funny. Good. It yeah. actually Lego Batman is so good it made me forgive season four of Arrested Development and I'm looking forward to season five. Wow. That's how good Lego Batman is. You know what? I'm going to wow. make a controversial statement. <laughs> <laughs> Arrested okay. Development season four. I was very unfond of when it came out. I was like, mm, oh. this isn't quite it. Lots of blue screens with freaking uh, peppercorn in there and all that weird the, stuff. The disjointed storyline. Yeah, all that breakup, but. If, you go, get their feedback, if, if right? you go back and you watch season one and then go straight through it, mm-hmm. it actually works pretty well. It's okay. better than and, you. It's better than you think it is. And Scott, are you aware of the remix? Uh, no, I didn't know there's a remix. So the the creator of Arrested Development announced this week that he is bringing to Netflix and he has completed a re-edit of season four where they have completely changed it so that it r- runs through each episode more like the previous three seasons than it did. Oh, interesting. And, I would check yeah, that out. So like, He's oh, bringing that to that, the thing? That's cool. Yes, that's oh. that I think I think it's coming up today on Netflix. Oh. And it's like Christmas and, in uh, here. All right. Right. And it's like a it's like a a, a way of getting you a, a you know, getting your your palate moistened for season 5 
And he promises, he promised in a blog post this week that season five would be like the first season in terms of how it was shot and edited. So mm-hmm. you would not be uh, so just, you know, it wouldn't be so jarring to, to mm-hmm. watch like season four was originally. Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea. That's cool. But yeah, I, I, you know, it's one of the greatest shows ever made. And the fact that there's new stuff coming is exciting. So I'm, I'm down for whatever they do. Even, even that. So weird let's talk about thing. the worst movie ever made. Yeah. Death <laughs> race, 2050, everybody death race, 2050. Brian job. Many, right. many jobs on this show, but he always is the one to rein us back in. Right. Yeah. Come on back in, fellas. We need to talk about a movie. This is my favorite thing. The harpoon gun that perfect us this is the only trivia, by the way, that's yes. worth anything. The only other trivia is that says this is a remake or reboot of the 1970 mirror. It's like, no, we know it's not trivia. <laughs> Everything, it's still, everything is so obvious. Yeah, everything true. is so obvious. There's nothing hidden. No, There's no hidden. But this is interesting. The harpoon gun Perfectus attacks Frankenstein with after checkpoint two is actually, and this will be a shock to nobody who knows what the budget is, a Nerf CS-18 Alpha Trooper gun with six dark clip instead of the standard 18 dark Nerf drum. nerds were up I in arms. It. I yeah. love it. It's like if we don't have Randy telling us that this gun is not factually accurate as to something that could have been in that time, we've got we've got the Nerf equivalent uh, in, in IMDb trivia. Right. Yeah, you don't I mess with Nerf nerds. Gun. Don't, yeah, you don't do not. even. It's true. Mm-hmm. No, they're no. scary. They'll they'll cut a bitch. They were they were shooting their they're shooting the screens just watching it. No, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Wrong. Can't do that. Those aren't those are sharp shoot harpoons. <laughs> but I want to know. I want to know why there's not gold bikini nerds out there because I would like to know where Perfectus got that gold bikini because that was that was know, pretty hot. It's pretty hot. He was doing it for you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> His companion, by the way, and that idea of somebody virtual sitting next to you and that's how that you get actually, the VR experience is stupid because you're not. I, really I she, she controls the head and the camera. The guy sitting at right. home doesn't have that immersive yeah. experience. That's horseshit. I, exactly. I, actually, I actually liked that, even though, yes, it took a logic leap. I actually liked that they converted the cheerleader role which is what the role has always been for the co-pilot uh in these movies from cheerleader to something to the individual actually being able to uh ride along well, I i'm fine like with that, that i'm fine with that but just this idea that they were the tech sucked that's just right. yeah have you the, didn't you didn't have believe the, the person tech. riding along but but have a uh you know google whatever camera the uh 360 vr camera <laughs> mounted right. in the a big the vehicle a big white ball on top yeah. of their head yes. <laughs> totally fine yes totally fine with that i would have been yeah. better with that than the single camera that only worked if you put too, it down in front of your eye it was so dumb it was too noticeable that's like well as soon as she turns his head we're not looking at him anymore or we're looking at the you know she's tying her shoe or something like that it's right the 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 big sweaty dude who uh, is always enjoying this thousand points yeah. is is you know missing half of the movie. Well, I actually... like well it was it was it was something that that fit in with the script. I'm not why am I defending this movie? It, it fit in with it, it fit in with the it fit in with the script because uh, it was it was a way to put the power into the hands of the racers to be able to communicate directly with the audience in such a visceral way because it, it, in the end. It's all about followers uh-huh. and overpopulation. And oh my God, mate, stop making me defend. Yeah, this you don't have to defend it. Here's what it is: you like you, Brian, and this is something I actually like about you. You're a defender of underdogs. So if something yeah. something is being uh, criticized. You're like, no, wait, there's good here, and then, and you'll yeah. jump to it. And so in a in a very human way, that's an admirable trait. When it comes right. to uh, Death Race 2050, you don't have to do that as much. It's fine. <laughs> 
nobody's feelings are gonna get hurt if you don't it's hard if you don't like it but i get it and i like that about you so don't don't go changing i did write there's something funny in my notes i wrote this is what i wrote uh this is in succession i wrote i kind of like it then i wrote yeah. did i like it and, and then i wrote <laughs> i had the same notes and then i wrote yeah. uh still not sure what the story is and then i wrote nice fake lightsabers and that's basically it <laughs> yeah. yeah i had to it was way more notes the second time uh the second time i went through when like my my refreshed yeah. yes nap. exactly after my nap yeah. like the only two notes i had were vagina bear trap yeah yeah that was actually really good it reminded me of ice pirates mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh another movie we gotta get sometime ice pirates and yes, then it's on Andy the sullivan yeah. question mark so you were saying earlier that you think everything was on purpose in this film randy what no. was the purpose of having his ride-along character shared the name with the miracle worker that helped Helen Keller learn yeah. how to how to read and write. And <laughs> it, it was it, it that was like a Dennis Miller level reference. Like it was just one of those one of those things. I'm sure there's tons of them we didn't get in this movie. Okay, like, all there, right. There, it wasn't like you know. I don't. Th- I don't somehow think Frankenstein was Helen, and I know I know she didn't teach Helen Keller how to read and write, but she told her how to yeah. like feel and stuff sure. like that but i hated his companion by the way hated her oh my gosh yeah. that annoyed me why the accent she was trying to affect what was that it was a it oh, was I a, horrific it was horrific Marcy i mean she was Miller. she's fine as a you know i'm just a pretty lady and all that <laughs> pretty lady that's what you do when you hire for movies right <laughs> but it's, she, it's yet another it's yet another movie that hates women and i've rarely seen an example on yeah. a film sack film of the movie hates women it makes one into a sex slave and then murders her. Yeah, the yeah. vibrator murders her. Like yeah. that's that's incredible it, how it much was, this movie hates women. Yeah, it yeah. was weird. It hated that. women and yet also occasionally said we love women and we empower women. Nope, we hate women. Yeah, make them naked. It was such a weird. Yeah. Back and forth. Also, like, was there a single man in this film who was depicted on the equivalent like level of? of uh like the woman in the vibrator car like was there any right i i, no. I guess perfectus was was basically a joke i mean we we were just tearing him down the whole time oh, yeah, right because yeah. he wasn't right he wasn't sure about anything of what he was yeah but even yeah. then i wouldn't i wouldn't i mean the, the 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 way the women are absolutely just like throwaway, and every one of them in here the thing that in fact let's get to it now the thing that grossed me out is no one's gonna know this because it's oh, not wait. really that gross but Take Hold a guess. On. What do you guys think grossed me out? It's got to uh, be something with the spitting. No. Nope. Didn't Perfectus spit at something? No. Nope. Wasn't that? No, but there was a lot. Of, I bet it does have something to do with Perfectus and the the, the stuff he's slathering on himself. No. No. None of that <laughs> yeah, bothered me too bad. All right. He's, uh, he's a fine specimen. The, Wait, the whole movie grossed Scott out. The yeah. movie we had to watch Death Race 2050 right. gross Scott out the most. Here, and it's, was, it's, it's, this, was it the sandwich that she gave him? No. She made him? No. Oh, Here's yeah, what, what was that? Cricket meat or something? What did right. she say it was made from? Oh, did she? That might have grossed yeah, me out if yeah, I had heard that. Yeah. I didn't hear the cricket If you had meat. heard it, it would have been gross. That right? would have grossed me out. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but what grossed me out is actually the opposite of what people are going to think when I say this. So, so I'll explain myself. But there's okay. a scene where the chairman, a.k.a. Malcolm McDowell, is sitting there. And he's not on TV, but he's sitting there in his office or whatever. And on both sides of him, there are topless women. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're probably yeah, they're just- in their 20s or something. And they're all about, I don't know, there's a proximity thing going on there that's a little uncomfortable. It's like five inches from his face. These, bo- yeah, it's, these a trope, boobs. it's a trope called uh, stripper scene decoration sure stripper okay go sure ahead. and they're and they're the proximity of breast to his head yeah. 
I remember that scene. Grosses me out because not because there are boobs there. It grosses right. me out. Be- I feel grossed out for the girls who have to be next to that freaking raisin-headed old freaking weirdo. <laughs> oh, I feel grossed out because I don't want anyone. Their boobs with their- are right next to screen legend Malcolm <laughs> McDowell. Come on now. That's, they're putting that on their resume. My boob, my right, right. boob, my left boob. Almost close. Touched. Yeah, just right. about guy from Clockwork. Just Orange. about touched the exfoliating outer cheek of a nearly dead human. Right. It, it, he's there just, was, oh, it's just gross. There, were, there was nothing sexy about it, right? No, I mean, it no. was, it was, no, it was it's exploitation for exploitation. That's all it is. Right, right. Yeah. It was stripper, weird. stripper scene, scene decoration. Yeah. That's it. And the idea that he's like out in the, when he's on the mic, he's a benevolent leader and the, this and then that. And then as soon as you get him behind closed doors, yeah, we're going to get him now, Shane. Yeah. It's like that's the oldest trope in the book. You know, yeah. like he's a hand huge ringing, hand wringing villain trope. Yeah. There was a old SNL routine where um, oh, who played Reagan really well? Oh, shoot. Oh, oh, Phil Hartman, I think. Phil Hartman? I think it was yeah, Phil, Phil Hartman. Hartman. He was okay. playing Reagan. And when he's in front of the press, they're like, Mr. President, this and that. And he's like, well, I, uh, oh. you know, uh, and he's super, super, right. you know, know exactly modeling and everything. And as soon as the press leaves, yeah. he turns to his people and goes, all right, we've got to get those arms down to those Contras and get this going now. If it means we kill a hundred women, fine. Like, like it's that whole, <laughs> that's that whole trope. And they were doing that big yeah. time with this guy. Um, it's just so on the nose, but my biggest, but again, it just get you put, you know, no one wants their nipples that close to Malcolm McDowell. I'm just saying nobody does. So that, but, I don't. I don't like your use of the word "gross" there, because like this movie has blood and guts and a woman sticking her finger into the arm wrist of a driver. Or this kind of thing, like what? what yeah, but what, that stuff what? was all horribly made. It's the worst like After Effects okay. work I've ever I seen. Think, I think it's a personal space issue because I I was having personal space issues by proxy watching that scene because I was like. Why are those ladies so close yeah. with their boobies mm-hmm. to space? And it was like a personal space well, and, issue. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Again, that's it's, what the, I'm it's the whole movie. Every single shot of the film, there is a, like a telephone pole just right off camera. So they're like, we're going to get this as close as we possibly can. And it never, it never gives you a good sense. Like you, you constantly feel uncomfortable because yeah. everything's so close. Right. There are going to be some people that just chalk what I'm saying up as, oh, Sky, you're such a prude about boobs. No, I'm not. I'm talking about. This intimacy no, with big fan. I'm like a big boobs. fan. I'm talking yeah, about this. Like I'm talking about an intimacy with a freaking prune in the middle of you. There, I just don't. I think it's awkward. And I'll bet you, if I could interview either of those ladies, they would say, "Yeah, well, I don't. We didn't love that." <laughs> That's what they'd say. <laughs> I got, I got my money. Yeah, I got paid. That <laughs> have been my favorite part of being in Death Race 2050. Right, right. <laughs> Like that, uh, I just, I don't know, it annoys me. But uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, the worst ninjas of all time were in this movie. So that, yeah, was, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. MC Hammer parachute pants ninjas. Right. Yep. Uh, also a completely inaccurate Utah depiction. The, there were no mountains in Utah when they were there. So. Was that the it looked, Amazon? It looked accurate to me. It did not to me at all. Like there were no Seriously, mountains. This, it was stupid. This, this in, entire movie was filmed in Bakersfield, California or something. Yeah, Bakersfield. It's like we're... Uh, like the, the the really nasty uh, meth dealer guy in GTA Five lives like way out there. <laughs> no offense, Bakersfield, but you're kind of known for your you know your crusty yeah. your crusty rusty. It's probably a good place to get your film made. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Crusty rusty. laughs> I don't know what that even means, but anyway, there are no the the the, the oh and the idea that Utah is now called People Farm. That's the name mm-hmm. of the state. Mm-hmm. What I yeah. what does that I mean? I liked it. 
What is I, I did like know. some of the names. I like Texas being Meat Pakistan. Yeah. I, I thought it was too. I thought it was New Texaco. Oh, was it? Oh, there oh, was another section. Right, oh, right. Kansas was Meat Pakistan. Oh, that's meat, right. All right. Meat Pakistan. Like M E A T, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to live I wanted to live in Upper Shitsville. Yeah. That was like my favorite. <laughs> if you watch this movie for no other reason than just to watch for, as they go through the different uh cities and towns watching for the names it's, it's good it's yeah, actually they, pretty I funny i wish you would have spent yeah. more time showing us that because it was uh they they uh panned so quickly through that map and like you can mm-hmm. see the names for a second and then they zoomed in on a specific part showing us where each of the cars were it's like no i want to see some of these names they're actually kind of funny yeah when i got out there the people that were there were just like relatives of some of the actors or something they were all t- really bad yeah like, bad actors and the guy in the ladder was just i have some audio from him but He's just like, yeah, what's the problem? We're middle class on the ladder. And the, it's like, dude, who who are you? Are you someone's nephew, mm-hmm. uncle? What's going on? Get out of here. He's he's car fodder. Yeah, he was definitely car fodder. Also, the deaths from cars could have been so much cooler. Like, Yes. Oh, so the they... whole slicing people in half. So so overused and so Photoshop meets yeah. uh, flash animation. Or yeah, something. it's like, so bad. Like, And also all the fire were like, you know, alpha... Alpha Channel looking Shitsville uh, yeah. stuff you got upper, off video upper logs. Yeah. Upper Shitsville. Yeah. It was like, exactly. It was like the uh, they used that that uh, Final Cut Pro button that says put an explosion here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which has been renamed the my, 2050 Death Race filter. My, there you go. My favorite. My favorite is every time you see someone shooting a gun toward the camera, there's this little golden star that appears instead of a muzzle flash. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't oh, oh really? Yeah. Once ag- once again, you should have been doing dishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Just think of all the dishes you would have done <laughs> if you could have done that. All right. Uh, we should do clips from. Be- sure. once again, I almost called it Beatcraft 2050. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? Name came to my voice or came to my mind. I can't talk. Here's a, here's a clip, everybody. This is uh, early on. And uh, here you go. Whoops. Here you go. My fellow citizens of this great country of ours, the United Corporations of America, why did those pilgrims land on Plymouth Rock? Because they needed a place to stage the greatest pissing contest known to man. See, he's just waffling inside that accent and then outside that accent. It's not good. What? And good. why did he call it a pissing contest? He could have used any other word, basically. Right. And yeah. It would have made right. more sense to me. Grand competition or co- six cars fight it out for domination. Pissing contest? There was no pissing. We didn't no. even talk about the weird uh, religious lady. The She reminded me of... Um, oh, Tammy. Tammy oh, the terrorist. Tammy the terrorist. Yeah. yeah. Our, our official bad guy, right? I guess. Well... I, yeah, I feel I mean, like Jed wasn't an official bad guy. I feel like Jed well, he Sherman was just, wasn't an official bad guy. Mm-hmm. But weren't they just victims? It just you know just kind of uh, misguided. Whereas Tammy was just a hateful piece terrorist, of horrible trash. Yeah. Right? She reminded me of the, the way, my name is Earl Chuck Joy on there. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, totally. Did, did you pick up on the fact that when um, when Tammy's followers were laying down to be you know, basically just be ex- uh, free points for, and then right. Minerva swept in and ran over them. Right. Did you get up. the fact that they were, oh, you, you did notice that they spelled out Tammy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I yeah, didn't well, pick up on that until I read trivia. Or found oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Take a nap. There's, a, there's a really interesting <laughs> it wasn't counterpoint. Done very well. <laughs> there's a really interesting counterpoint to our doing dishes because 
if you weren't paying attention, there were a lot of things like that that you wouldn't have seen, like which, Minerva which swooping Which was fine. That's fine. Wouldn't have changed no, the movie you one wouldn't bit. have gotten the story at all. Yeah, but the Tammy spelling out Tammy, who cares? It wasn't even done. Like Brian said, it wasn't done very well. It was like it, the, the real mm-hmm. point was that that Minerva got back Tammy for getting her fans earlier. That was the real point, point. and I got that. So what? Yeah, you got you know, all you needed from I, this. Viewing. I'm just saying, if the defense of a film <laughs> is that it's it's good despite the little details and the and the small things, right. then it needs to not have a lot of small things. And this film does. It has a lot of that kind of stuff that, like the the scene in the shower with the the hologram talking like you, you got yeah, to pay I attention caught, to know that. what's going on. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, Ugh. I caught that. I got that they were trying to sing while they were in I the, hated that. <laughs> that so, was so painful. I have audio so of that painful. and it sucked. It sucked. By the way, I did find a map of the, uh, a map of the U S of the, I'm sorry, the United corporations of America. Oh, corporations. It doesn't have a lot of the ones I was looking for, but it does Caucasia. have like the whole the <laughs> Caucasia, but the whole Minnesota area is, Call center territories. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That's funny. They needed to focus more on that. Uh, Florida has a little town called Diaperville. Nice. Nice. Diaperville. Nice. That's good. Why did Los Angeles get to be New Los Angeles and that was it? Why did everybody else got a, you know, a a a weirdness? Not not Los Angeles. Parallel of old New York. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but they they also needed a starting point and a finishing point, and I think that just made it easier for them. But all the in between is great. The map sticks Los Angeles about 200 miles north of current day Los Angeles, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, the, uh, Los Angeles was underwater. I did catch that part. Oh, okay. Oh, right. yeah. That was point. a yeah. pretty cool special effect, by the yeah, way. Yeah, not bad. Not yeah, bad. for one. Oh, by the way, the only good shot in the entire movie is that cat playing with a butterfly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was great. I made a gif out of it. It's the cutest damn thing you've ever seen. It, it is the cutest thing. Yeah. If you that don't know it's from this. From something, right? It ha- almost had. I mean, that was my feeling. I was going, oh, this is too good. Why is this in here? This is weird how good this is. So. It's, it's one of those things where you're hiring a cinematographer and they come along with some sample footage yeah, that they yeah. made. Like, I made this. And you're like, oh, well, we're going to put this in the movie. Back in a movie with a bigger budget. Yeah. That mm-hmm. cat was cute. All right, here's a... I don't know what this is. Yes, Grace, despite our free sterilization clinics, Americans continue to reproduce at an alarming rate. All right, great. I did like... I did like... I did like the, uh, yeah. yeah. I like the overpopulation angle. I thought it was good. It just, but it doesn't make any... Like, whose intro? Was it Brian's? Nibbets was... Or somebody today made a really good point about how if you're going to kill 43 people total with oh, your six yeah. cars... <laughs> yeah. What's the point? Like you didn't right, do exactly. anything. If it's That's supposed not a... to be for the overpopulation. Then make it masses of people, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. a right. meaningful well, impact. The corporation, well, the corporation didn't care about overpopulation. It was it was beneficial to them. But Frankenstein and the Resistance, who eventually teamed up, they were aware of the overpopulation, and it needed to be, you know, those people need to be called. So. Yeah, all I forty-three okay. of them, forty-three people, and the, and by the way, there was lots of middle of nowheres being shown. It didn't look like overpopulated to me. This wasn't like a giant sprawling city <laughs> in the country anymore. I, they didn't sell me on that. They failed there. Ninety-nine percent unemployment, Scott. Yeah, whatever. All right, here's the worst <laughs> song ever. makes me want to die i hate it. I, I actually found myself singing it 
Drive, drive, that. kill, kill. It's so not. <laughs> it's so uncreative. I hate and, uh, it. <laughs> I hate it so catchy. bad. All right. I also hated this part. Whoops. Here. This is the machine's creator and B B B F F of mine, Doctor Von Creamer. <laughs> Von Creamer. <laughs> Every time she talked, just yeah. Stop. Quit talking. Don't don't act. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. She's not. Frankenstein speak. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's Frankenstein saying some words. I don't care about your broadcast, Miss Sullivan. I don't care about the money or the fans. And I definitely don't care about you. Fan meeting? Is a, he gets a nice... Now, was that, was that in little, the movie? Uh, Zealand, yeah. yeah. Was that in the movie recorded as such, or were you halfway across the room with your phone recording <laughs> did that? You, because that was, Did you hold up a, a Radio Shack realistic tape recorder pressing down the play and record <laughs> right. buttons to record that? I, that's had, what it sounded I had one like. of those, but no, that was in his mask before he took it off. Oh. And then, in fact, here's that. He took the f***ing mask off. There was that bit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I love. I, that was the best. That was the best line in the movie. Good. Maybe, and he also had those. That's when the boobs were real close to his face when he said that. Mm. Uh, here's uh, what's. Oh, I said. Well, this is a little racist. You guys can help me decide if I'm correct or not. Here you go. And it's great to see so many of you Asian parents turn out today. You're the lifeblood of every school. Yeah, great. Aging. The word is aging. Yeah. Oh, I thought it said Asian. Oh, I thought I know Asian. What you thought. I thought so too. No, no, no. It's aging. Wait, yeah. let me play. Hold on. And it's again. great it to like see Asian. so many of you Asian parents. T- I think they said Asian, and there were Asian parents and kids in there. No, there were. I thought there he said old people. Yeah, and they were Asian. And the, and, and the whole pe- purpose of the of the, <laughs> the they were aging Asians. <laughs> we're, we're calling we're calling the old people. Hold, I want to hear. Listen to this very carefully. And it's great to see so many of you Asian parents turn. Asian. I could, I could definitely see. It sounds like that, but yeah, that's not how I took it when I was watching the context of it. So um, maybe how is that? Know. How are aging parents the lifeblood of of our schools? Yeah, yeah. How does that uh, work? Because they said that. Uh, what was it? That they, they, first of all, they were sterilizing everybody, and the old people wouldn't die because they had taken. Uh, uh, yeah. They had they had cured cancer. What was it? Well. Oh, yeah, I don't know now. Rate. Now I feel now I feel like I, maybe I missed something. Well, maybe the reason the reason I, I think that because <clears throat> they're like saying, "Oh, something. the Asian kids are smart. <laughs> Asian kids are good at math, so they're the lifeblood of our schools." How I took it. Oh, yeah, you might be I, you might be right. Maybe I just how wanted I took to it hear too. Yeah, I don't huh. know. We're okay. gonna, I love these kinds of things because now because this is why I put it in A and it was, B. It was uh, poorly Whoops. done racism. Yeah, and the and the listeners can pipe in, and you guys can tell us what you think. All right, here's a what. Take it. Oh, this? Take it back. Take it back. Oh. You're stealing the air. You're stealing the air. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> that was great. I did laugh out loud. I did at him lots of times. There was a moment where he was walking yeah. away in his tight little gold underwear. Yeah, little gold LeMay pants. And yeah. the way it was edited was really funny. Like, <laughs> like there are good, there are things to, to recommend here. All right. Uh, someone's dad, probably, I wrote. What about Frankenstein? He's an established brand. <laughs> He's an established brand. <laughs> hey, Dad, you want to be an extra in this thing? We'll even give you a speaking part. Sure, son. I've never so acted give me before. Give my SAG card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
here's the shower scene, and I hate this. It's been hard. He's been watching me. Oh my gosh! Don't do that. Oh jeez. Yeah. It was, it was you, rough. You could tell she had like aspirations for like you know stage work and all that stuff because that. Like, <laughs> I couldn't get on American squashed. Idol. <laughs> I was gonna be Annie that year. Uh, here's <laughs> um. I wrote. I laughed at this. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I laughed at that. I don't know why but that was funny because he. So what was his deal? He he had the. The girl had to scream like she's really getting into it. And oh, he, right, yeah. right. 500 yes. men is what he had promised everybody. That's not a 500 men shriek. Yeah. More like this. Yeah, and then he just, he just yells that. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. <laughs> and it was in the other room, Red so it just was, it was kind of funny. All right, here's a horrible rooster impression by the news mm-hmm. guy. The, uh, this is the worst... This is not. This is what the Bluth family thinks chickens sound like. This is so bad. <laughs> so here it is. I call it bad rooster. <laughs> what is that's not it? <laughs> that's totally Joe Bluth like. It is. It's so dumb. Guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, it's, it's, it's kiki kiki caw. Guys, kiki kiki caw. Oh, I love that episode. <laughs> All right, here's. So, oh, what's this? It's just what? Ocelot Tom Hanksum. Oh my gosh, I hated that so bad. Ocelot Tom Hanks, like basically sticking yeah. the word Tom Hanks in the middle of awesome. Yeah, or or no, like Ocelama like him. Yeah, or she's doing like oh, it's like religious that. chant That's stuff. Even worse. It sucks. Mm. Hate it. Uh, here's the Waterworld scene. What's this? It's called paper. You ever seen paper? I thought about you, yeah. Asa. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She was terrible. All right, here's another weird Wait, thing. Wait, what was what? on that piece of paper that she handed him to read later? Oh, it was the, the map. map. The map. The cheater oh, map. Oh, right, right, right. Yep, okay. Yeah, he was cheating with that thing later. I saw that I saw that part twice, and I didn't remember. <laughs> Still couldn't put it together. It's that Still kind of, didn't make sense. It's that kind of movie, man. What do you expect? Yeah. Uh, like paper in the bucket is what that was to me. <laughs> this is some jibber-jibber here. What? What? I don't know what. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> I don't know. And then I wrote, this made me laugh a little. So here's this. What are you doing? Stop with the blah, 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 your stupid face thing and trust me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. He's yeah. great. Yeah. He's they great. did give him the best lines. And he, I, I wonder if he improv the top delivery. Yeah. 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 Because his lines were totally different than everybody else's. So I don't know if he improv some of well, that. Well, if he improv it, he was, I mean, he was genuinely right. like, he elevated the material yeah. in a way that's, Probably not hard considering the material, but I want to give him credit. He deserves some for that. All right, it's time for the checklist. Uh, film Sack Checklist goes like this. This movie is the exact opposite of Perfectus. Check. Uh, Yancey Butler kind of scares me now. Check. And finally, probably lying. Oh, sorry, probably trying to get into the Sharknado money. Check. Hey, uh, Malcolm McDowell's our Star Trek connection, or at least one of them. He played the chairman. Sure. He played Dr. Tolan Soren in the Star Trek Generations movie where he was chasing Space Ribbon all movie. Uh, so that was cool. And then DC Douglas, who played Abe, uh, A-B-E, the, the AI voice guy. He was mm-hmm. on Enterprise and played Zeft in the episode The Breach. So that guy is... And, the, uh, and that was CG, like the little face thing with all the bars all over it was yeah. cgi right it wasn't supposed to be it wasn't like somebody with uh an erector set glued on their face right <laughs> no we'll we'll yeah. see okay. it, it, i kind of thought the... that too i thought is this is like mad or um not mad max um 
Max Headroom, you know, like where yeah, right, 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 it just right. looks computer exactly. generated, but it's not. So I, I, I think this Blu-ray released, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I was pretty sure it was straight to video release. Uh, it, the Blu-ray released with three commentary tracks. Or no, was it three making of documentaries? That's, I think it was three making of documentaries. What I read. That's freaking insane. And it, that's insane. Yeah. Why is that even a thing? That's ridiculous. Uh, why would anyone spend money on that? Seriously, right. Brian, tell me, baby, you, or Dunaway, you didn't buy this Blu-ray, right? Please tell I, me you didn't. I, no, I didn't. Have, I didn't buy it. I already owned it. Shut up. No, I'm kidding. You know, I watched oh, it on Netflix. All it's right. Like, <laughs> okay. I was gonna say. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you got this as part of like a. A Roger Corman bundle box set, yeah, which right? is, which like, is like six thousand films. <laughs> <laughs> did he do? Did he do Toxic Avenger? Or am I giving no, the no, wrong credit? That's trauma. trauma. Okay, yeah, trauma. Yeah. trauma. I always mix those up. I get my trauma mixed up with my asylum. Yep, and then <laughs> it's a tasty treat. Happens often. They should join Trauma Asylum. Oh, ooh. Uh, well, yeah. instead of that, in I'll tell you. In the future, they lost the, the <laughs> fast food wars, and it all became Trauma Asylum. <laughs> Uh, soundtrack grade, complete poop. CP, I'd give it. It wasn't anything special of any sort. There was nothing good there. Name something. Hey, hey, uh, uh, The Asylum, if you're listening, I have a great idea for The Dead Fool 2. Let me, call me, call me. Oh, The Dead Dead Fool. Fool I love it. Love it. What was up, speaking of the soundtrack, they they used like some old sounding song was that i'm trying now i need to look at this up there was like a, no, a song they at the very end. in the credits the thing in the credits I did like yeah they I played like, in the middle of the was it the fight scene because oh no never mind i'm thinking of something else i watched recently yeah, never mind. it's a totally different you movie are. i like i this. totally am and i can't remember what it was but it, i'm looking at the soundtrack and none of these was, things are the thing that i was thinking what the heck did i watch recently that had that was was it the tequila cover tune? What was because it? it wasn't tequila. Oh, there was something. a total tequila cover tune. Right? What was it though? But wasn't tequila? It was some other liquor. Right. Yeah. No. It was uh, like they changed. It was like they they put the sheet music for tequila. Yeah. yeah. And reversed it, and then played that, and then it was like do 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 shoot them do 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 shoot them kill me. Oh, I gotta Cars, I gotta ask death. on the soundtrack that people actually purchased with their own money. Is there a copy of Drive, 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 Kill, Kill, Kill? It's not even listed on the soundtrack. Right. Good. Yeah, when you look because at the... while that uh, was entertaining in the context of the movie, mm-hmm. I would be pretty pissed if I paid actual money to include that in my soundtrack. Dude, I honestly I, was wondering at the time if it was improv Because it was maybe, so bad. Right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it very well may have been. Hopefully nobody got any money for that. Um, all right. Here's the uh, what's this? Oh, look at this. Uh, it's uh, the the Twitter deal. It's where uh, mm-hmm. two, uh, 280 characters or less. You guys sum the film up, and I'm gonna go through uh, tradition here and start with Randy. Roger Corman's Death Race 2050. It's on a whole nother level. <laughs> it has access to ideas you cannot possibly understand, such as what the word "nother" means. <laughs> Could it have been on a half another level? Kill, kill, drive, 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 kill. Your will to ever watch another movie. Well, you did it. You stayed in the 280. Well done. I was about I, to say, I, I, I think that was that was maxing out pretty hard. It was getting close. Right? It was getting close. The, the letters I, were, or the numbers were getting I red. I have but, it yeah. at, hold on, I have it at 270. That <laughs> oh, was 270. Nice. 10, wow. ten characters wow. to spare. You know what? I I really think that maybe that many characters is too many for Twitter. <laughs> would you like me to perform it again? No. Or would no, you like please. Go I got mine. Death Race 2050. <laughs> like Midwest ninja assassins in a cornfield. You get what you pay for. Initiated bucket list protocol. 
All right. Oh, right. Okay, good. Well done. Yeah, that was good. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Death Race 2050. A road trip through the rat race that's going to give you the cannonball runs. <laughs> mm, that was good. Nice. Also, it's very much a cannonball movie, isn't it? Kind of yeah. road tripping. Yeah, except, again, way fewer cars. Yeah. <laughs> Better than, uh, let's see, how do I put this? Better than it should be, which it should be so bad that we all hate it and never want to talk of it again. But it was a little better than that and simultaneously brought Speed Racer down for me, which is oh, so... Oh, I don't know. This movie was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I guess Perfectus helped me. Yeah, okay. Perfectus elevated a little bit for me. He helped me a little bit. All right, we got mm-hmm. alternate titles here. Look at this. Just handed to me on this little card here by uh, a producer who doesn't exist. Uh, top name was uh, almost going to be Mad Cheap Phony Road <laughs> or Death Racist 2050. Now, oh, that only works. That, that only works if the Asian joke is what I think it is. I think it I think it was I think yeah, I the more the more we talk about it, I think the more you're right. Yeah, it just it yeah. sounds like he said Asian to me, but anyway. Uh, it's still it's still not very funny. No, it's terrible <laughs> either way. I think the the word is what we think it is. No matter what it was, dumb. No matter what. Yeah. Uh, an email came to us. That's what we do here on the show. At the end of the show is we read an email. This came to us at filmsackagemail.com, and it came from Patrick, who wrote, You guys, The Ice Pirates is on Amazon Prime. It eh. is your destiny. Oh, that's Joseph. Sorry. Joseph said that. I have a different okay. one from Patrick. What perfect timing. Yeah. So okay. put that sure. put that I, on there. Well, all right. Put that on there. Not only, not only that, Someone actually had given us a copy of Ice Pirates. What? A while oh, back. Oh, right. I do um, have this. Yeah. Somebody oh, gave us a DVD. shit. And, <laughs> yeah, and I started those. watching this uh, about two weeks ago, and I was actually pleasantly surprised at the first 15 minutes going, wow, this is better. Oh, I loved Ice Pirates. Then I remember. Up. Oh, I, I loved it, too, but I was pretty sure. I was pretty darn sure in my head. It was not going to hold up. Yeah, but, it doesn't uh, seem like I the was, kind of thing. I, it would. I'm not yeah. finding it on Netflix. Where, where is it streaming? Uh, Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second email came to us from uh, from Patrick, who says, "My seven was a Clockwork Orange. I thought this no. was appropriate to do today uh, mm. because of Malcolm McDowell." He says, "I think I'm lucky. Uh, I turned out as well as I did. Watch Gremlins with my kids. Grosser than I remember. During the bar scene, when the Gremlin in the trench coat flashes, my boy says to his little <laughs> sisters, they usually keep tools in their coat.'" Uh, he says so innocent praise be unto film sack patrick p.s i cheated on you during your little hiatus tried some movie podcast strange not one worth your uh, worth my while i can't quit you perfect yeah that was really sweet of him thank you patrick in fact your everything about your email including its just basic structure is awesome and i would uh, we would read emails from you in the future and also tell your kid that there's a tool in that trench coat, but not the kind he's thinking. Of. <laughs> uh, that email appropriation. <laughs> email address again is filmsack at gmail.com. And we love your emails, so please keep them coming. Let us know what you think about today's movie or any other thoughts you might have, recommendations, whatever. I mean, I'd be fine taking Ice Pirates and jamming it right where Lethal Weapon 3 is. Just stick it in there and watch Lethal Weapon <laughs> I, 3 fall off. Is what you're give, us, give us a chance. Give us a chance to make sure we, we have it lined up the way we want to. Next week, we're going to watch V for Vendetta. Yeah, V for Vendetta is happening. Actually, pretty excited about this. Dunaway's our only non-have-seen-it-before guy. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. And 
um, outside of the first Matrix movie, it's the, my favorite thing that the Wachowskis were ever involved in. They didn't direct it, but they were producers, and it was it was awesome. I thought so. Very excited to get back to that. I haven't seen it in a long time, so that'll be good. Uh, so there's all that and more coming right up on the FilmSack at FilmSack.com. That's the website. You can participate in the blog comments and tell us what you think about stuff right over there. That happens all the time. We'd love to hear your voices over there as well. FilmSack at gmail.com again is our email address. We are on Twitter at FilmSack. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts and uh, we'll show you our love in return. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Kill, kill, drive, drive. We'll see you next time. Woo! Woo! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'll drink your tears, Frankenstein! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.